gentlemen. You wanted the best. You got the best. In strong language and adult content. The hottest podcast in the world. Slowly we rock. Yeah, I think some of the mics have caught some of that. <laughs> okay, hello. Um, welcome to Slowly We Rock, Rock and Metal's dumbest and funnest podcast. I'm one of your hosts, James. Next to me is... Dan, another host. And I am also a host, Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> we've, all, we've all been replaced by aliens. Yeah, he's we're a host, hosts. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. several Lewises. <laughs> we're in the clone lab. He's yeah. one of them. <laughs> Um, how are you all feeling today in like the muggiest recording studio? Yeah, ever? it's muggy and it's, real, don't know, put me in a weird mood to watch out. Yeah, yeah. it's really annoying because I really wanted a cold beer just to like help cool me down and help me relax in this muggy studio. Yep. But I also didn't want to wait for my beer to cool down in the fridge. Yeah. So I'm yeah. drinking like a semi-warm beer. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, the I bottle's mean, cool, but the actual beer itself, not so much. They like, never refrigerate beers at supermarkets. I know, it's ever. infuriating. They do it with Big Asda. Yeah, it's no, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually you go into like a little like little supermarket. Tesco will always market. have a little your corner shop. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Not... <laughs> yeah. Your small Tesco's, no problem. Also, because it, it's, like... it's your big chain supermarkets. I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we've all become we've all become fifty five year old dads at this point. By the way, does they all smell off to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tastes <laughs> out better. <laughs> Yeah, we're back into this car parking space. Uh, Can I fit in the right glass? Well, well, <laughs> when was the last time you uh, you changed the uh, clean the clean the, ta- the taps? We just trying to clean the taps. <laughs> uh, he's gonna he hopefully listen to this. But um, my mum's partner does a really funny thing where he'll order a pint of like ale, of bitter, and then he'll send it back if it's not got enough head on it, like it's a lager. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I've okay. seen him do it multiple times, and he's only ever been called out on it by one barman. But he's of like. The I mean, age. he's probably right then. Yeah, if, if they're not but, calling. Yeah, out. yeah. But he's at the position where he's like, he's like, no, I know how I like my beer, and yep. I paid for this, so you're gonna give it to me how I like it. I respect that. You know, I do. I do. That. I hope to get to that position one day yeah. where I can. I've seen my dad take drinks back because they're not in the corresponding glass. Like, wow. I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever got to that level. But it turns out my mate was a barman uh, and was discussing this and they give special glasses for each lager that makes it yeah because they are actually shaped yeah, for how they it. want the flavors to develop in your mouth yeah so he's fucking right and i'm absolutely livid i've been taking the piss out of him for this but absolutely is i don't get why you take the piss out of your dad because he seems like one of the nicest blokes ever yeah like, I, 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 I don't know why you're slagging him off he gives but, as good uh, as he gets i also <laughs> yeah. that's quite in- when he found out that i'd been calling him blakey behind his back for months <laughs> And was threatening to hit me, then met me and was really happy to meet me and shook my yeah. hand and offered well, me a drink. And I was like, He didn't no. threaten to hit you, he threatened to tear you in your asshole. That was a correct, that was a correct term, he yelled at the phone. Uh, but also, that thing about the flavour profiles in the right glass makes sense because I did see someone get carling served in a toilet the other day. So. <laughs> it all adds up now. Um, what kind of, what shape, <laughs> great. What shape glass does Opeth's beer come in? I would say an, maybe an inverted cross. I think you have to, whatever it is, it has to be called a vessel. Yeah. yeah. It, it yeah. wouldn't be a glass. It would be some kind of communion yeah. chalice yeah. or Absolutely. a vessel. Of some like, I really I'd want go to... chalice. I'd yeah. go chalice. chalice but, like, yeah. but maybe made of like tin. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like shaped. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Sort of battered like, pewter. Like, like um, the grail. 
Yeah. The real grail. In fact, no, it would be a chalice. Be- chalice poorly. But it's, it's literally called like Pale Communion. Oh, yeah? So I think a chalice right, would be... Right, of course. Yeah, I think that would be great. There yeah, you go. Yeah. We found my talent. Throw, yeah. Give me another one. Yeah. Hey, Mikhail, send us some of that beer money, baby. <laughs> yeah. um, also, like Darkest Hour as well have their own beer. Uh, which they've designed specifically to be a we're going to drink all day kind of beer, like watch hockey and drink beer. Oh, I know, I know, I know the answer. Do you know what it's called? Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, uh, it's called, um, oh God. Do you know what it's called? Yeah, I know it's called like uh, for swine or something like that. Okay. Then after a song called like Man or Swine. Okay. Uh, and it's just like little stubbies that you're just meant to like drink and then smash over your head and just keep drinking. Sounds, sounds really good. And cool. I think- oh, it's, it's what we like to call an all day sipper. <laughs> Love an all day sipper. I think yeah. the trooper would be just in your your classic glass tankard with like the sort of yeah, not square windows, but that sort of design. All it around would, it. Yeah, not like mm. around sort of glass. glass they drink from an Emmerdale, like you know, a, a dodecahedron type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your proper mug. So your dad's drinking beer. Like one of my favourite recent dad beer related things was when we went. He uh, took me to go see international cricket game. Which was actually way more fun than oh, I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they come out to like rock music, like Guns and Roses and Foo Fighters, while there's actual like fireworks and flamethrowers. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, it's just like the England cricket team. Um, it's like ice hockey. Yeah, like there's like a lot of pomp and circumstance to it. But um, we got like a pint of gem, the Bath Ale. I don't think he'd had it because I don't think it's like necessarily as much of a regional thing. But he never had it. He okay. Just, he took a sip and just went, "That's a good pint," and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Done, done him proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lovely drop of ale, that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I cannot be bothered to wait for his beer to cool. I was like, it's Wednesday. It's, yep. hump, it's hump day. I need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yep, it's weekday. We need that. <laughs> we need that beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how are you all doing? How's everyone doing apart from the mugginess of the studio? Good. Yeah. 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 Year older. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very specifically and deliberately not a year wiser. <laughs> I made sure of that. Just been like hitting your head against a brick yeah, wall yeah, yeah. every Balance, day. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to our own Dan Nell. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. 22 yeah. and don't look 22, it over. I know. Yeah. Imagine how hard my life would be if I was 22 <laughs> and, I, and I look like this. That would be, that'd be some going, wouldn't it? That would be down the coal mine you know, from about the age of five. <laughs> um, so, yeah, have a good one. Yeah, it was excellent. I, uh, yeah, I had a really nice time. Family came down, had some food. Cool. Did that Wallace and Gromit trail. Yes. Which is quite good fun. Uh, One of the all of it, metal but... birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Torched yeah. them like churches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pushed them all over. Uh, one of them was dressed like... David Bowie. Uh, yeah, there's also a Dracula one, which I really appreciated. Is it, it a Gromit? Feathers... No, it's uh, Feathers McGraw, uh, but Excellent. as Dracula. So I think it's called Fangs McGraw. Never right. <laughs> Feathers McGraw is a penguin, right? Yep. I never knew that was his name. I was just like, oh, it's just the penguin. I didn't. Yeah. I just pretended like I did when yeah, I yeah, said it. Yeah. I assumed it's going to be the only feathered yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. I'm an odd man. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, how has our week in all two been in rock and metal? Uh, last week we talked about your maiden show. Yeah. Like, what, what else have we all been up to? Uh, I've been listening to, what, today I was listening to a lot of Frank Zappa. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we got on to that towards the end of the day, didn't we? We were having a, a good discussion about um, the old zap. Can I just quickly tie in an Austin Powers reference here? You're going to. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Frank Zappa's son, his name? Dweezil. No, Moonbase. Moon Unit, isn't it? Moon Unit. I swear he had his no. book called Moonbase Zappa. No. Oh. No, there's not a chance. Moon Unit Zappa, I think. Moon Unit. Because, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, Moon Unit Zappa. Because... Yeah, yeah. Oh, a daughter. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the name is Moon 
unit. Yeah. Because, unit. Yeah. Is she the one from uh, Valley Girl, actually? <laughs> she might be. Like, oh my um, god. But um, like, oh my in god. Austin Powers, uh, in the second one where he goes into space, Doctor Evil has named his uh, like lunar base like Moon Unit Zapper. <laughs> <laughs> God, we have a few of those in there, because I have that Alan Parsons project uh, <laughs> joke in there as well. The giant laser. Uh, she's in National European's European Vacation. <laughs> National European's yeah. European Vacation. Is that what I said? Yeah. White nationalist <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> European All we're saying is Europe for the Europeans. <laughs> uh, yeah, this podcast national... is taking a bold new direction. <laughs> national Lampoon, I believe. I'm going to change my... Is that uh... what I said? National Lampoon's no, European Vacation. No, you said National European European Vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is where Lewis. Hey, tape. This Sorry. is where Lewis changes his Twitter handle and image to an anime picture and starts harassing marginalised groups. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, we had quite a fun time discussing little bits of Frank Zappa. Yeah. How great guitar playing is on Muffin Man, because uh, mm. most of that song, which you kind of forget, isn't necessarily a story about a muffin, but it's in fact just a really kick-ass guitar bit for it's, five minutes where, if I was because I've never really listened to much Frank Zappa I haven't listened to much neither have we really yeah. okay. this is sort of just right. skimming the surface yeah um, the album oh god let on the one with Valley Girl on Valley it. Girl is such a great song um, Grody mate, like the, the last three tracks are basically one track gag me with a spoon <laughs> whatever she says she says all this great yeah. stuff on that uh, but it's absolutely insane because it goes off on a tangent and it sounds like one of the best things about Zappa is that it sounds like it's completely freeform and improvised. Yeah. But it's not, because multiple instruments will be doing exactly the same thing in complement okay. each mm. other. It's nuts. Organised chaos. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's awesome. And it's how Steve Vai got his entire deal. Okay. That's why he sounds like he did, because he was a guitarist for ages. Right. Oh, that's mm. awesome. And he did Valley Girl. Was it Steve Vai or was it Joe Satriani who had Devin Townsend sing on one of his albums? Don't know. Doesn't that, Joe Satriani normally do instrumentals? Yes. Yeah, maybe Steve Vai then. Steve, Steve Vai's more yeah, of your... Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say journeyman. That makes him sound like he's not <laughs> good at guitar, but he's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> but in terms, of, in terms of the amount of uh, artists... Journeyman <laughs> guitarist. I'm not going to call him a busker. Yeah. No. Just, just try my best here. Yeah, life on the road, man. He's got to make the city. He's just got to make the city, you know? But uh, in terms of the amount of bands he's played with, because mm. wasn't he in Whitesnake for a while? He was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was Steve I, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's like a kind of... Um, like, I tell you he's a journeyman guitarist. Dave Navarro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At yeah. best. He did the reality show, didn't he? Where they were putting together a new band. Rockstar Supernova. Rockstar Supernova. Yeah. Sorry, where, yeah. Where <laughs> Jason Newstead mysteriously dislocated his shoulder about a week before they had to go on tour. And I think it was because he just didn't want to tour with Rockstar Supernova. Yeah, who could blame him? Mm-hmm. Was Tommy Lee involved in that? Absolutely. I think he was. Yeah. It was to- uh, Tommy Lee, uh, Gilby Clark. Was Gilby Clark involved? Yeah, yeah. As in the guitarist who replaced Izzy Stradlin. Guns N' Roses yeah. and there's our Guns N' Roses mentioned sweet oh! oh we might have done it already in fact I don't think that was the first one maybe For, what today today no it was yeah that's the first okay. one okay well there yeah. you go guys well, yeah, you, we you did had, a whole episode without mentioning them you had, uh, a, you yeah. had a week off but yeah yep. see if you can find which episode it is yeah impossible <laughs> better download it's, them all again just it's the sure. Axel Rose episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we never actually mentioned GNR by name yeah <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar Supernova. Who was Rockstar Supernova? So it was, they did a couple of seasons of it and the, the concept behind it was it was meant to be uh, setting up like a all-star band and the first time 
Oh no, the first time he did it, it was them trying to find a singer for NXS. Oh, was oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Patton. Yeah, yeah. So it was NXS on the comeback, and they were trying to find a new singer. And then the second series, when they decided to just do it, was rare. Rock was called Rockstar NXS, and it was them trying to find like a yeah a singer. Do you know the story about Mike Patton? And NXS. You should tell it because it's a good story. No. It, it makes good podcasting. So, you do, you, I can't you, believe you of all people don't know Mr. Bunglehole doesn't know. Oh, so they, they approached him to... Stop calling me Mr. Bunglehole. because <laughs> no, that's your new name. Yeah. Yeah, for shoe fits. <laughs> uh, they approached him to be their new singer. Yeah. After Michael Hutchinson... Hutchinson? Hutchins? I, uh, I don't really know Hutchinson, NXS. I think. Uh, um, Hutchins. After he passed away. Uh, and he said he would only do it if every night on stage they could rig it so that he'd be <laughs> hanging himself, which is the way I think that's auto-erotic yeah. fixating himself no, I, I on stage know, I every night. This. Yeah, they didn't hire him. Uh, <laughs> He's such an asshole. I'd love, I love to it. have known what. Yeah, but in that one in particular, what quite got his goat enough to be that much of a asshole? He, he just likes provoking people as well. Yeah, yeah well, he, I've seen him. That photo of him pissing on. I remember that was in Krang like every yeah. week for uh, yeah, about six months. Yeah. So he tends to hate anything that's not completely Bonkers, insane. Yeah. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. the idea of Mike Patton singing for NXS would be in a way the most meta Mike Patton thing because it would be just so weird and unusual. His, his voice would be perfect it. for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really feel like um, he's... Or maybe it's just because he feels like he's already done that with Faith No More that he's yeah. done his mainstream yeah. thing. yeah. He, so maybe it would be meta. Maybe now it's a matter of time before he comes back in like a boy band. I, I think, yeah, he'll just start doing really, like he'll go weird, but in like other weird ways. Mm, Not just like, okay. I'm making this really unusual music, the challenge music, but like, I'm just going to do what you don't expect me to do, which is a Mike Patton, make a weird album kind of thing. He did the soundtrack to, is it 1912, the new Stephen King thing? Uh, oh, yeah, it's really good. That's on um, 1922, isn't it? I think. That one. Mm. It's with Tom Jane. It's on Netflix. I don't know what it's called. Really, it's really good. All sorts. Yeah. It's really. Oh, I've seen it. I can't remember. What that's, one his, that's one of his. That's one of his recent ones. Did well. not know he did that. It's very good. Yeah. Worth he, a watch. Um, I'd also. Oh, so Rockstar Supernova. So they did a second series. Yeah. Because I guess there weren't that many bands with like dead frontmen that they could try and resurrect. Mm. Like, so I guess they went for like <laughs> so Rockstar Nirvana. Yeah. To pick a band and kill the singer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're doing Rockstar Alice in Chains. Here we go. Um, but I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, it's Tommy. I've got some good news. <laughs> so they did a um, they did a follow up series uh, called uh, Rockstar Supernova. So I'm going to make a correction here because the show was actually just hosted by Dave Navarro. He didn't actually feature in the band, which makes him I feel even more of a journeyman. <laughs> Yeah, that's even more Dave Navarro yeah. than Dave Navarro usually I is. I guess when I remember him getting really into the idea of having a female singer, like yes, nearly every episode. he did. He did. But yeah, but... Was Delana? Are we sure he's not in the band as well as presenting it? Because No, he wasn't. Yeah. No. But I, obviously the reason why he was doing it was because he was just a horny man. <laughs> Tommy Lee as well. He's a horny man who begged <laughs> oh, Marilyn Manson. He's a horny man who, according to Marilyn Manson's autobiography, <laughs> begged Marilyn Manson <laughs> to let him give him a blowjob. And when he refused, he settled for Twiggy Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> and who's it's in Marilyn Manson's book. Yeah, and that's in yeah. print, so you know it's true. Uh, also, okay, so, so anyway, he also, contested, the super group was Tommy Lee, Jason Newstead, and Gilby Clark, and then they found a vocalist, and then they were meant to go on tour, 
and Jason Newstead apparently like dislocated his shoulder and was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I'm out of it. It's not really putting and the they... super into super group, is it? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like that uh, joke in The Simpsons where Lisa has the dream that she's in a band who's Americans. Was it America's uh, second best ever band? Oh, it's like Garfunkel and, and uh, Oats. Oats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Why would they come here to boo us? <laughs> yeah. God, this band does have Me Too written all over it. So. Yeah, right. Um, also, on if you Google it, uh, it's got Lucas Rossi, Gilby Clark, Jason Newstead. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say what they do. Tommy Lee is listed as drum kits. Yeah. He just provided drum kits. <laughs> <laughs> he set them up. You can borrow mine, guys. <laughs> um, the guy, Lucas Rossi, who fronted them, his old band was called Cleavage. Oh. Is that as in... I'm going to assume that means it's in like... It was like a meat cleaver. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. A lot, yeah. lot of cleaving and yeah, not yeah, as yeah. in the... Again, uh, none of a hashtag me too kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to want to wear a t-shirt with just a cleavage across the chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, that was, a get, that was a goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Like Cleavage. Like uh, Tommy Lee and his like breast cam. Uh, titty cam. Titty cam. Tommy cam. Tommy cam. Tommy cam. Yeah. Can someone please fill me in on this? I don't think I'm aware of... No. Good. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like okay, I've got so, an idea of it already. Yeah, yeah. We, s- we said we said the word Tommy Lee titty cam, then yeah. Tommy Lee Tommy cam. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Lee had a titty cam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would just like get women to expose their brass at gigs, Classic. and he would film them. To be fair, like was it on the big screen behind as well? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. And the DVD. Um, <laughs> but is it like a girl's gone wild kind of <laughs> no, compilation? Um, I've got if, the rights to you. If in, you check out Carnival Patricia. of Sins. It's a really, really good live show. Yeah. Um, but there is that bit, and it's re- it goes on for quite a long time, and it's amazing. You, you it's, know, in fact, let you, me. You know how when like a lot of bands break up, and then they always talk, or like say from a dive, anything like that, they always talk about like all oh, the unreleased material, like the Nirvana demos, or how much music Prince has recorded and stuff like that. Yeah. Now the Motley Crue have broken up. Do you think Tommy Lee is going to be like in the press constantly, like five hundred hours of Titty Can? Like release, man. Just got to get Nicky to sign off on it. And then... <laughs> the idea of that now is pretty insane. But that wasn't that long ago, that tour. But I think the, I think a big kind of difference, genuinely, between like the fans that were doing it, yeah, is that if it was like mm, brand new or someone doing that, <laughs> doing that now to like mm. a bunch of teenagers, that's a horribly upsetting yes. image. Um, bear with me on this one. Yeah, okay. Whereas these are all like definitely. So we're editing this about the podcast. Right? These are all. Very, <laughs> these are all very much like an audience of women that want to sleep with Tommy Lee. Uh, I, I get into you, like I and, and I a lot I of them, a lot of them are it, definitely like, uh, from the eighties, if yeah. not a lot earlier. <laughs> also, I get the idea of Motley Crue. One of the it's the decadence, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, yeah. and it's the eighties. Like, yeah, it's the dumbness of that. And yeah. when you go, that is part of the experience. Yeah, I I, I, I get that. Um, he, but the, one of the good bits about it is that he does do a prayer for titties. Do you remember show? Yeah, at the Why end. Why do they let him speak? <laughs> at the end. <laughs> at the end. He sneaks back on stage. At the end of his uh, titty cam bit. Yeah. I can't believe we're still talking. What? <laughs> mm. I can't believe you don't know this. Yeah, and you wonder what you saw in Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. It's genuinely insane to me. Right, we've mm. done Motley Crue. We've done Guns N' Roses. Yeah, we've got, yeah, we've ticked <laughs> the boxes. Yeah. Uh, we, we kind of agreed. Uh, Gene Simmons. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's he all about, eh? Yeah. He seems a bit grumpy. <laughs> Um, and I keep telling everyone, it was like, 
there's people that come up to me and said, oh, you know, I really enjoy your podcast. Like, I didn't <laughs> no think No one says that. <laughs> people said it to yeah. me. Yeah. Someone said it to me today. Yeah. I didn't bring it up first. Yeah. <laughs> I always say like, hey, like, I didn't think I was really into classic rock. And I'm like, we're a contemporary podcast. What are you talking about? We talk about everything. Like, yeah, but I mean, you talk about just Guns N' Roses and stuff. And that's cool. But like, it's really fun. I don't like old music, but it's really fun. I'm like... Oh, but we, we, we're cool and contemporary. We know what's going on. Yeah, we talk about everything past 1980. I don't really know what the problem is. Hey, we, we mentioned Nirvana. That was like, that was over by 1994. That was only 24 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you look at only like most of my life. Fan of human existence. <laughs> <laughs> the bands we talk about are very exactly. we're relative. Talk, we're talking about rock music, not Baroque music. Yeah, yeah. 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 nailed it, right? Yeah. See you later, guys. Uh, we are fresh. Yeah. Um, actually, can we talk about something slightly contemporary? Fine. <sighs> yeah, it's just so... <laughs> Nirvana. Because I talk about, talk, talk about things I've been listening to recently. Come on then, things I'm excited Millennial. For. Um, <laughs> announced, along with their new album, a huge, huge tour. Yeah. Uh, huge. Uh, huge. Uh, new character I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? Just a Scottish guy that says huge <laughs> when there's a big album or a big tour out. He yeah. doesn't have a Scottish accent. That's the clever thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lived overseas a lot. You know, he's moved around, you know, one of those transatlantic accents. Um, so yeah, uh, Baywalk announced the tour with At The Gates, a very special guest, which, oh my God. Yes. Oh my God, oh my God. And also, I uh, hope no one loops that. <laughs> and also, um, Walls in the Throne Room as well yeah which i'm really excited for and i am super super hype for the next bear moth album uh, it's called i love to at your darkest which is like the most nick cave of like oh. album type yeah, yeah apparently it's a quote <laughs> it's actual quote from the bible i, I didn't know it's called that but i did think you just said i'd love to eat your dog something <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing that's been puzzling me and it's the title the dog. of the new single i thought you were joking when i heard this to start it's, with. yeah it's, I, see because <laughs> I think it's a genuinely brilliant song. It's I a listen great to song. it so many yep. times. The song it's is fantastic. excellent. You're not getting any arguments with me. Yeah. Tonight. It's just, I can't quite work out the meaning of a song. It's like, I've got a very like obscure, subtle title. It's God equals dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it annoys me how much I like that song with such a dumb title. I know. It's like a 14 year old that's dabbling in atheism for the first time. <laughs> and scribbles that in their book while doodling at school. Yeah. Had his first like A level philosophy class. Yeah. 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 Came out of it like thinking like he's going to change the world. Like, I will give um, Nergal a free pass in that English is not his first language. No. So he may have just discovered palindromes and like how, you know, how that's the thing. Again, Don't get me started on that. That, that was yeah. Yep. You, you guys, your band was really into palindromes at one no, point. No, right? no, we, so we all talked about Reviver. Yeah, yeah. He was super into them. Carry on. Democratic decision. Were you ever working on a concert album where every track was a palindrome? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it was called Dog Equals God, <laughs> and it was just it was just an ode to how much we love puppies and yeah. <laughs> puppies, doggos. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what he meant with this one. He just got it the wrong way around because he's not. Uh, first language is in English. This was a bad translation. Round. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. well, no, to fair to Matt, Welsh is his first language. He, he can make that excuse. <laughs> I want about yeah. Nurgle. But... Oh, Nurgle. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nurgle's first language is Welsh, then Polish, yeah. then English. Yeah, so it's gone through the blender. Um, Hi, yeah. Matt. But um, I am super excited for that album. Um, the Satanist is like the gift that keeps on giving. That album's like four years old now. Because I was saying to you, I've never really listened to much Behemoth at all. Because mm. um, I get put off by quite a lot of because most, nearly all of the black metal that I've heard is the Shit. older stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it just all sounds like, I'm sorry if people hate me saying this, it all sounds exactly the same. And that kind of vintage 
black metal recordings. Yeah, straight onto production. a tape deck from another tape deck. I yeah. fucking hate it. It's a it, way to describe a sound. It's not even disgusting in like, oh, this is gross but cool it's like this just i it can't just hear sounds, anything it just, it sounds, just like sounds amateur yeah exactly yeah, 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 and, yeah. and in one respect i get that it's almost like yeah. they, they created a sound without trying to it's like yeah. hey we're a bunch of like kids in like our teens like early 20s but don't have any money to record yeah and for sure. to make this kind of music and then people misinterpreted the music as like okay this production value is what makes the music and like it's but not really all of the guys like um all of the guys that were kind of involved with a lot of the mid early 2000s metalcore mm. production um every producer at that time was saying like it's ridiculous because adam d put out um alive or just breathing yeah. kill switch engage and that production wasn't really ever meant to sound like that they just kind of did everything real diy real cheap you mm. just it, got just did you, it you themselves. can tell from a jump from that to alive or just breathing yeah. which still sounds like it could have come out yeah. today um brilliant so yeah. they did that um adam d was never particularly happy with the sound of it mm. but it was a huge album and then all of a sudden these massive producers are getting kids going up to them being like we want to sound like this asshole yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so which adam d's always said finds absolutely hilarious yeah it was um, <laughs> these people like oh i hate this album i really want to sound like exactly, this <laughs> yeah. it, uh, in the same way that um the kind of reverb sound you get on like a lot of early thrash metal albums yeah like i really love um power trip mm -hmm. yep. like we think we we also yep. we saw when we were like in awe of them like yeah, absolutely fantastic. amazing brilliant um and one of the things that i loved about the album was that it captured that old school thrash feeling and sound yeah but i was like how hard did you have to work to make it sound like it was recorded really cheap in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fascinating. It probably like, like whale. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, and I really love sounds. it, but like the production isn't, I mean, I guess it is part of what makes it so good, but it's also not, the songwriting is also what makes it good. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you could take that and have like super kind of Chris type production. Yeah. But then I don't know, we were saying it the, before, um, we were saying about how nowadays everything's recorded so perfectly that you lose that human feel. Yeah, we and you lose the roughness. Last week. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, and you, you want that in it. So I understand now that everything is perfect. Mm. The most thrash thing you can do is go back and make it sound kind of shitty. So, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, make it sound like it's like a shitty analog recording, lots of reverb. Yeah. And it's great. I can't look. It's great because it sounds like I've literally just been given like a cassette. Like it's like, yeah. hey, here's a cassette like that I've made yeah. of some thrash songs. Just sell it take to a fanzine. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so listening to Behemoth. Yeah. Now is the polar opposite of that, where mm. production on this is everything. Incredible. Yeah, it's isn't so it? good. It's so atmospheric. Isn't it's it? so yeah. weird because they've captured the feeling of that yep. genre. We're actually sacrificing the sound quality. They've evolved it, haven't they? I think. Yeah. yeah. Not just them, but it's, it's a really good example. If you if you go back into their albums as well. Like, it's a very different thing. Even yeah. like the album before, because there was like quite big gaps between albums because uh, Nergal was recovering from leukemia. Mm. Um, oh, really? Oh my God. Yeah. His autobiography oh, wow. is, is well worth a read. Yeah. He's had like a really interesting few years. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow, I didn't Basically, know Basically, uh, they brought out an album. Um, I have to look it up because I can't remember the title. But like if before, um, before The Satanist, they definitely had elements of black metal to their music, but they were more of like a kind of like death metal band. Okay. Uh, like the riffs were a bit more punchy. Um, just It just had that sort of death metal groove to it. 
then yeah, Evangelion. That's it. Yeah, which is also an amazing album. I would seriously recommend it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's great so, album cover it, as well. Yeah, it's so different to the Satanist. Like you get little hints of black metal, like in terms of tone and feel, but it sounds like you're listening to just like a really well produced death metal album. Uh, cool. Then I might need to check that out. You then, should I seriously do... check that album out. It's brilliant. I yeah. definitely like. I will take death over. Yeah. any day then I you get yeah it's just got more of a crunch to it <clears throat> then when you get to the state when you after the break you know when you recovered and went to the satanist they brought in more of that darker kind of like black metal sound which has now become the kind of thing which defines them like on cool. their on their tours they were doing like if you were going to see bear off like either a show or a festival they just played the satanist from beginning to end that was their live show really yeah yeah it's yeah, like cool oh, um, I think I've seen them twice at festivals on tour and they just played it from start to finish. They're incredible live. Yeah. I've only seen them once, but this yeah, this genuine, show's amazing. genuine spectacle. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting that you've, that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of getting you into it a little bit. I'm yeah, definitely. Excited. Like 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's that kind of stuff because there's so much more going on. There's like the amount of kind of synths and soundscapes and everything that are put into it as well. Yeah. yeah. You could listen to it like, like 40 sax- times and hear something different. So- there's a saxophone solo on that album as well. Really? Towards the end, yeah. It's on... I think it's on In the Absence of OV. Light. Awesome. Um, there's a saxophone solo solo on there. Like, there is, like, some really just, like, weird things going on. So when I heard... God equals dark. <laughs> and you have, like, the kind of children's <laughs> choir... Uh, going I, on at again, the end. It's a awesome. great song. I can't recommend the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's unfortunately it's called God Equals Dog. But you don't have any other song titles quite that in ridiculous. But you do have lots of ridiculous song titles because it's heavy metal. Yeah. But not in that level of like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's um, but it, it's got me really excited for that new album. Um, yep. And, and to see out the because I've never seen out the gates as well. Yeah, nor me. So I am really yes, yeah, super no. excited for that show. I think the new really gates album will sound better live. Yeah, um, yeah. CD? Only Bully went and got the vinyl with that. Oh, nice. Oh, the artwork cool. in it I, is cool. absolutely yeah, it looks, incredible. It's a great looking. It's another yeah. great album. I got, cover, I got the last two albums on vinyl, and like the the artwork in it is amazing. Like, cool. if I, I'm like, if I'm going to do this album, it's going to be on my walk to work, it's going to be at the gym, stuff like that. It's going to be working. It's, it's going to be on Spotify. But like, I love having an album that I love yeah. and having a piece of artwork and. They really went to town on that on cool. those uh, on those albums. Like the artwork's absolutely phenomenal. Loads of bands are doing that now with like vinyl. Mm. I think now on vinyl you get so much more for your money than you used to. Yeah. When that was the only means of listening to it, because yes. they've got to make it worth you forking out like twenty quid. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's not just for the something. only way to release the album now. So. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you're almost not be... mass producing it. You're going, we're going to press X amount of copies because... Exactly. And these are for the hardcore fans when that pressing is gone. It's gone. And you get something super cool. Like all the kind of, you know, the different like paint swirls and things like that oh they're doing God. now. And that yeah. is killer. Some would say that the uh, vinyl LP was the original Roadrunner Digipack. <laughs> <laughs> Love a Roadrunner Digipack. Um, Real quick. So many bonus yeah. tracks I'll never listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no. Oh no. Oh okay, no. ignore me. Okay, cool. I, yeah. I, no, I, I got really confused with some of the lyrics to God Equals Dog. Oh, um, you're looking at people equal shit. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it says here, uh, life lost in a funk sample, enter the bandwagons, bragging, hanging banners, clearing the way for younger MCs and new hammers. <laughs> uh, wait, what was criticized so six so years back uh, is now back uh, with New York on the jersey front and back. Feel mm-hmm. like Tiger Woods got mag goods. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, turns out that's not God Eagle's dog. It's uh, you're joking. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's Public Enemy, oh, shit. <laughs> which makes a lot more sense. What's that song called? Also, is your God a dog? Oh, okay. Because apparently, I'm trying to think. I, I read where it actually came from. <laughs> no, you look. You look absolutely baffled. I'm just really confused now. I could have sworn that was a classic, Bayamoff lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh. It's got Nagar written all over it. One day, if I ever go to Poland, I'm over in Warsaw. I really want to go to his barber shop as well. Yeah, he's a sharp looking dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he also presented the uh, Polish X Factor. No, The Voice. The yeah, Voice. He did the Polish yes. version of The Voice. Yeah, amazing. You know, he's yeah. the Polish Tom Jones. I think this is. What, I think this is why I have a lot of time for him and why I've really got to be because we talk. I think I was talking to the principal and like why we end up covering so many of like you know. Talking about Guns N' Roses, Kiss, Motley Crue, yeah. Metallica, all that. It's like all these bands because... It's been known, yeah. Yeah, we've mentioned them mm, in the past. Yeah. But they're bands who have characters yep. and personalities. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And with a lot of modern rock metal bands, uh, there's a lot of the kind of attempt to just be quite humble, be one of the fans, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or you don't get as many big personalities. Uh, and I feel like uh, Nagal is like, a big personality. Yes. He's someone with notoriety. Yeah, he stands him. out. Yeah, he? yeah, he stands out. Great follow on Instagram as well. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just the coolest dude to kind of yep. see what he's really up to. Cool. Say. Yeah. Really cool. He'll be reading some kind of like neuroscience book or something. Yeah, yeah. or he'll be doing yoga. Yeah, or, yeah. And probably my favourite Satanist, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to pick one. I tell you, also, I mean, I'm a big fan of Matt Heafy on Instagram as well because if he's not eating really good brunches, yep, he's mm. do, he's doing martial arts. If he's not doing martial arts, he's playing Fortnite on Twitch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not pro Twitch streamer. He's Matt just Heafy living his also best life. in a band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is one. Ah, there's one bit of it as well though that I'm not buying so much. Okay. And it's his <laughs> trivium. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cinema Sentence was an amazing album. It's incredible. It's, I, we raved I, about it. I think on yeah, the episodes. Yeah. Um, it. No, it's his. It's kind it might of be on the last episode. It might be great oh, album. Listen shit. to it. I think it's on the last episode. Uh, we <sighs> saw trivium. They're amazing live. Uh, new album's banger. <laughs> this is months ago. But yeah. yeah. Um, Check it out if you haven't. But his his YouTube deal is very YouTuber. Like, mm. hey guys, what up? It's Matt Kay <laughs> here coming fresh at you with a real new track. Like, it's still that kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, but that's what sells. That's like... I know. I know Hetfield doesn't talk I... like that on stage when he's like <laughs> no, home with the kids. No, uh, but it's, it's the YouTube thing, Ready for thing, dinner? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he did. Stubbs Do you want ice cream? Yeah. Metallica gives you ice cream, baby! <laughs> Stubbs his toe. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, but like he, he, he's he's also probably aware that he's got an audience that likes him on stage it's, it's and music. It's definitely There's way more like I, teenager focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I guarantee yeah. you, it's probably people who might like have heard maybe three or four Trivium songs, but just follow him on Twitch. Yeah, because they like Fortnite. Kudos to him. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. So speaking of contemporary bands, because like we are not a classic rod po- rod. <laughs> We're, not, yeah, classic we're not a classic Rod Stewart podcast. Well, no, classic okay. Rod Stewart is best Rod Stewart. Once he starts doing the thing on sexy stuff, it doesn't work as well. Whereas classic Rod Stewart, like, stay I with me. I that song's him. Yeah, it's, it's really upsetting. I'm really into old man horn dog Rod his Stewart. Cover, his cover <laughs> yeah. of uh, I'm with Tom Waits' downtown train is a crime. Um, <laughs> but no, early Rod Stewart is absolutely The voices fantastic. aren't a million miles apart as well. No, and he's a superb singer. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, no, it's always Young Turks. That's a great song. 
Um, <laughs> so we just did exactly what we tried not to do. We've yeah. gone the opposite. Yeah. We went all the yeah. I disagree. I think Rod Stewart is a contemporary artist. My favorite thing about Rod Stewart is he's contemporary. Was I remember seeing a poster for like a big show. He was doing like a huge tour because he just basically busted out album after yeah. album of yeah. like covers. Yeah. It was like called the American Song. Yeah. yeah the geniuses. Yeah. The great American Songbook. Yeah. He just it, yeah. bangs out like volume four, volume five. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of songs in America. So he's <laughs> always going to have. I also want to say he was just ripping off what Johnny Cash did with Rick Rubin as well. Because Rick Rubin yeah. and him did the same thing, where just like, hey, we're just going to do an anthology of covers, like for maybe. Uh, that okay. makes me hope Ross Stewart's done a breathtaking version of Desperado by the <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I remember, like, to make him look contemporary on the, like the uh, poster and the album cover, it was him wearing like a pinstripe suit with his like shirt and top, you know, top button okay. and tie slightly undone with his like big teased hair. I guess like tan, yeah. but he also wore a pair of like Chuck Taylors as well instead of oh. shoes to make him look like he was, you know, he looked so much better with down with shoes. It. That's yeah. In fact, haven't Chuck Taylors been around since like the fifties? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. yeah, they might. Okay. Yeah, they probably prob- wore a contemporary varsity jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Class of fifty-two. Yeah. Oh my god! On the back of the varsity jacket, it was like do. You sexy question mark? The number, <laughs> then the number would be sixty nine. <laughs> do, do you sexy? Do <laughs> you think I am? Or... My favorite Rod Stewart song. <laughs> do you sexy? <laughs> do you sexy sixty nine? <laughs> yeah, we we updated for the Snapchat generation. <laughs> oh my god! Sexy. We just found do our ex- you sexy? <laughs> we just found our episode title. Do you do you sexy? Yeah. It does it, it scans. <laughs> you just have to repeat the do you a couple of times. <laughs> do you sexy? It's an old rock star, but it still checks out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean that is a question that every person who, you know, is getting chatted up wants to hear. Yeah. You know, if there's someone you're into and they go, Do you sexy? That's it, isn't it? <laughs> you know, you know they've ever won. <laughs> a Tinder profile just says do you sexy? <laughs> 69. 69. There's yeah. a photo of you, and then the next photo of his wife is Rob Stewart. But it must be it must be broken because I've not had any responses. So it's a very buggy app. Yeah, yeah. it must be my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, I get alerts for matches all the time. I open up the app and then nothing. If you strange. Yeah. If you gave me a hundred guesses to guess what we would talk about in this episode, <laughs> I wouldn't even be close. I've not thought about Rod Stewart as a person for probably two, three years at least. <laughs> That also makes it sound like I've got a very specific incident where <laughs> he came back into my life somehow. <laughs> he knows what he did. Yeah. <laughs> you bumped into him in London, he didn't hold the door for you. We had a neighbourly dispute over some Leylandi trees. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my so God. this is our contemporary episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is the contemporary episode. Uh, Bear Moth and Rod Stewart, finally. Do you sexy? Do you? Do yeah. you sexy? Do you sexy? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> that kind of sounds like a Tinder bot as well. Yeah. 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 So, um. Do you sexy equals sexy you do? Yeah. Oh, see? Sexy you yeah. do. By Behem Rod. By Behem Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the girl and Rod Stewart. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> I, I can't even describe the look on Nelms' face right now. The guy's like, I'm being taken to court by the Polish government for the fourth time. Whilst it's like, I'm on my fourth marriage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you sexy yeah, like do, I do? Do you sexy 69? God equal dog? Hey, yeah. Nurgle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you equal sexy? 
Do you equal sexy? The crossover here, everyone's waiting for. Do you equal sexy? Oh dear. Oh god. Oh fuck. Oh. I hope he comes out. I must imagine him dancing back to like um was it uh, you know in the Michael Bolton Big Sexy Valentine's Day special yeah, yeah. when he does the 50s rock and roll bit oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's yeah, pointing yeah. at the yeah. guitar yeah yeah I'm kind of imagining it like that don't touch it. it point at it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that is what do you call it it's like a little bit of rock and roll or something like that uh, old time rock and roll old time rock and roll yeah amazing oh, there's no way Ross didn't cover that oh, we'll tell you right now yeah. Yeah. internet give us the answer. glad we're still going on Ross Stewart <laughs> It's called Old Time Rock and Roll, yeah? Yeah. Well, this means like our Instagram page is going to have like a treat of like oh, yeah. Ross photos. Get ready for them photoshops. Well, shit me. He did I not. Secretly, I secretly steer the conversation into things I can photoshop. Uh, <laughs> very subtly. Uh, <laughs> look how many, also in this photo, look how many buttons he has undone on his shirt as well. Mm. It's way too many. It's not just like a, oh, I've just finished work and I'm walking home kind of thing. It's like a, he is desperate to to make love or fight somebody or fight somebody <laughs> like he's ready oh you seen like you seen like the pro wrestler thing where you yeah. come to ring in a suit this one challenges you contract you like signing. start like taking off the suit yeah, yeah also, my favourite Rod Stewart story is that he was offered the role of and again this ties in with uh, a contemporary theme uh, yeah. yeah because it also feeds another contemporary uh, two other contemporary artists <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks Right, can you save that? We'll put yeah, that yeah. Please put that on the Instagram because, now. Do you know what a photo says to me? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a shambles now. We need to... Right, pause that before we get sued. Wait, did he cover it? No, go back to that photo. Go back to that photo. We don't want to leave... Jesus Christ. Right, that photo to me... This fell apart. <laughs> yeah. If you can't tell, we took a break in between... The chat about Matt Heathy yeah. and this, but we didn't drink in between. Um, <laughs> we so this photo we found of Ross Stewart with water. I know, but we're gonna we're gonna save this picture so you can understand what I'm on about. That photo is exactly the sort of photo they take when they go they unveil a new cast member of like Coronation Street. <laughs> like, like he's he's the new owner of the Rovers Return, and then they they have this photo and it, of, of the actor looking a bit moody. This is it. This guy is the new Bette Gilroy. I don't think I've seen a better visual definition of the phrase aging Lothario. Yep. <laughs> let me, let's, let me he get He sounds some. like he, he's just telling people stories in a bar now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yep. Elizabeth Taylor, you've heard of her, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Never notch oh on the bedpost. <laughs> yeah, just the end of an episode of Coronation Street. Oh, the new owner's Holy coming shit. through. Oh my God, I've not even paid attention to what the photo is in relation to. Oh no, oh no. Um, Rod Stewart oh, apologises no. for controversial <laughs> mock beheading video. The clip drew comparisons to ISIS execution propaganda. <laughs> These are the fucking shambles. The clip... <laughs> Is it doing it on his own? Yeah! He's lost internet connection, look Oh, God. <laughs> well, just for um, analysis, I think that was a good cover. Oh, we cover our fair usage. Okay, so that photo <coughs> we're going to upload is Rod Stewart apologised for controversial mock beheading video, the clip drew comparisons to ISIS execution propaganda. How did Rod Stewart get involved with that? <laughs> this was 18 months ago! 
Just oh. contemporary. Contemporary, yeah. yeah. But what about Rod? Oh, <laughs> oh my oh. god. Oh god. <laughs> it's some kind of like home video. Of Rod Stewart. Okay, well, Rod so Stewart in mock, mock, mock execution posted by online by Penny Lancaster. Yeah, I will, I'll just read the article. Again, we will talk We will talk about the thing we agreed to talk about today because, yeah, we need to get it out of our systems. No one agreed to talk about this. Uh, this, this, however, is like... God, Not man. this. What is going on where, like, we, do, we go, we're going to do an episode, then a weird thing happens and then it just derails the entire thing. This is thing. all because someone said a word wrong. <laughs> I think I think that's how we got into Rod Stewart's because someone said the name wrong. Oh, we've good. gone we've we've gone from Fraser Crane revival to Papa John's and KFC mm -hmm. to Rod Stewart ISIS propaganda. I think the internet is a mistake. Is we're, <laughs> we're learning. Okay, right, go go so, go. go. Uh, Let's do this. Is, this. This article is from consequenceofsound.net. Um, and Jesus, there's some fucking consequences to these actions. So Rod Stewart recently found himself in some hot water. Recently, contemporary. Yeah, last 18 months. Yeah. Uh, in some hot water after a video which appeared to show him pretending to behead someone in the Abu Dhabi desert went viral. Why would you think that's a fucking good idea? <laughs> the clip, which was posted idea? by his wife, Penny Lancaster, but then later deleted, quickly drew sharp criticism for looking frighteningly similar to propaganda execution videos distributed by the terrorist group ISIS. Uh, also tied in the metal band, so we're keeping it keeping it metal. I've never done this um, on holiday. Today, the British singer has finally addressed the backlash in an official statement saying he was merely attempting to act out a beheading scene <laughs> from a HBO hit TV series, Game of Thrones, of which there are many. Uh, from reenacting the Beatles' Abbey Road Crossing to spontaneously playing out Game of Thrones, we were simply larking about pre-show, said Stuart. Stuart came out to say... Do you equal sexy? Yeah. <laughs> I just think maybe you should have a bit more awareness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he came out in Falama and went, sexy's coming. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming. Sexy is coming. What, oh, God. What, what, what Understandably, this has been misinterpreted and I send my deepest apologies to those who've been offended and maybe we'll upload the video onto our uh, Instagram well, channel. Well, well, just that photo is pretty... Maybe we'll just... Um, yeah, maybe we won't. Also, maybe we won't, yeah. also guys, maybe we won't. Maybe we don't want to be saying you're either Rod Stewart or ISIS. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of contemporary, he got... Even the band ISIS changed the name. He got the, offered, he got offered the role of the pinball wizard in Tommy. Oh, did he? Which is contemporary band for who? <laughs> uh, and he went to his celebrity friend, uh, Elton John, and said, I've been offered this film role. What do you think? Do you think I should take it? And Elton John was like, no, it, it would ruin your career if you went that. That would be career suicide. Don't do it. Uh, do you know who played the pinball wizard in Tommy? Elton John. Elton John. Yeah, because he does a really good cover of Pinball Wizard. Yeah. 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 Should we... Holy shit. Okay, cool. We've, we have, Did you like, save that we are, we are so low on time. Jim, ask me the question you've been dying to ask. Right. We're going to go see August Burns Red in December. It's August uh, now. I have been trying to get you into this band for what feels like maybe five years now. Yes. And it just hasn't happened. No. And I can't work it out because you... We tried to mix it into his meals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've had people to kidnap you and just like try and deprogram and reprogram you. Um, like, because when I think of like, say, music that you and me bonded on when we first met, it was a mix it fits, of... It ticks a mix of, It was a mix of 80s rock and like classic metal chords, mm, like Kill Switch yep. Engagement, Sevenfold, but also like, yeah, Motley Crue, yep. Guns N' Roses, stuff yep, like yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. To me, August Burns Red, I love that band. Um, they are, they are to me, where metalcore should have gone. Like, they still have like, big breakdowns or stuff like that. It's still very melodic, but their songwriting is just a little bit more technical, a little bit more progressive. Um, 
it looks different to where I think a lot of modern metalcore has gone. Like, top say, shelf. yeah, the bands like Of Mice and Men and oh, stuff like that. I, cool story. When you said, I think it's where metalcore should have gone, like, I've never ever thought of metalcore as being like Of Mice and Men and asking Alexandria and that yeah, shit. Like, that, that, in my but, head, but, that, it is, I get, that is that what is, people call it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I'm, I'm just an old man with that. Yeah. So that's where it should have gone. I was like, but it did with August Prince Red. And those yeah. Guys. Like, yeah, okay. Um, Go but like, they, they, they were still like an exception rather than the rule. Like, um, they remind me some of the guitar work. Like, it's things that I loved about Killswitch, which Killswitch have never quite expanded on. Like, Killswitch are one of those bands that are technical without being flashy. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, August Burns Red are like technical on a between the buried and me level, but they keep it within like a four and a half, five minute yeah. song. Um, so I've been like every album like Lewis this is the one Lewis check this one maybe if I make this very specifically curated playlist for you, maybe you like <laughs> yeah, them yeah, Lewis maybe if I just give you a shoulder massage and whisper August Burns Red listen to this yeah, while yeah, I watch yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, also that's not the way to get me to like anything oh okay cool. yeah. yeah no um, except shoulder massages and whispers yeah but um, you find but every time I ask you what it was you didn't like about the band you're just like it's not clicking for me it's not clicking and yeah, I can't tell you. I, I could, but then it seems like you listened to them a little bit this, this week and had to think about it and you actually managed to work out what it is you do or don't like about the band. Yes. And I feel like maybe you've yo-yoed a little bit because you seem quite confident. You're like, this is what I don't like. This is why I've realised it. Then you're like, something's changed. <laughs> you're like, something else has changed. Cool. So so please, like, state your case. It, yeah. gelled, it gelled for me. Um, I realised what I didn't like when I turned it off and put kill switch on okay and i was like that's that's exactly what it is so if you think of all the bands that i grew up with so like acdc was the first one that did it for me yeah talk to me about the the drums drums acdc they have like one drum beat for every single song yep would you change that drum beat no No, i wouldn't no come to iron maiden everything's got that pulse Okay. Right. Gallop. Yeah. Get up to Kill Switch, Unearth, mm-hmm. uh, they Dying, all these bands. Mm. Everyone, Lamb of God, everyone's got such a solid pulse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sounds they good. don't have that. Wait. Okay. Until they get to breakdowns mm. and then they do. And for me, I was really struggling because I hate when there's so much kind of technical stuff going on and it comes to a breakdown. Yeah. For me, if there's nothing in between quite a lot of the time, like, oh, cool, a breakdown. Um, it doesn't matter it how... Like you, have, you have to build a breakdown. <coughs> it's one of the things that I love yeah. about Unearth is like every yes. breakdown that band feels earned because they build to it. Yes. And they sound yeah. They don't use they it, it as like the pre-chorus I think a lot of metalcore mm. bands use yeah use breakdowns as it's, easy, a, it's an easy place to go it's easy to say we can't do good solos so we've got a breakdown here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with like with all spoons red um if there was like a kind of yeah. if it was kill switch the drums would just be with that and it's this kind of like Everyone's soloing. Everyone's being flashy. Yeah, it's great. That's what I love about it. (laughs) But I hate that because for me, things that really get me going are where there's just like a something punches me in the stomach. Yeah, cool. Interlocking. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it just was not clicking. It's almost like in a way that 
cool. Everyone should get their moment, but let them have the moment to shine. Exactly. Rather than like everyone's almost like trying to push to the front of yep. the band so to a be flash- the main focus. Exactly. That's that's a real good way of putting it. So like a flashy riff where you're doing this cool guitar stuff mm. with drums wanking all over it. To me, I just can't get excited about because mm. it doesn't make the guitar part cooler. Yeah. It Everyone's just, just doing the same thing. It just takes right. away. That's interesting because, like, I to me the big focus of that band has always been the guitars. Like, yeah. I love the lead work on that band. Do I? It's amazing. yeah, it's the thing that appeals to me the most. Um, and it'd be even better for me. It's, it's not if just the like, drums took a just, step back. Yeah, yeah, and just rode a beat. Just and ride. There's a times when I've I've actually like I started thinking about it because I've been listening to them so much lately. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to them a lot in the gym, working out, and I've been uh, paying attention more to the guitar, the breakdowns, the yeah. screaming. That's the stuff that gets you fired up. Um, but then I really started to think about the drums and like how much the drummer is doing. Yeah. It's an insane amount. Yeah. And may, I think to me, all of that technical flashy stuff is say, you know, the proggy between the bird and me influence. But even they, but even those bands I've realized give, they, hold give every, they give every member of the band the chance to really yeah. show off and do their thing mm. on picture songs. Whereas August Burns read a panic one to one song, but I also love that chaos as well. Yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's overwhelming. I so get every, it. every time I listen to an August Burns Dread album, first album I go, oh, that was a lot to deal with. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll come back to that in a while. Like the yep. most recent album, um, Phantom Anthem. Um, when I first heard it, I went, there was like a few songs that stood out, and I was like, okay, um, yeah, that was okay. Um, it's, it's a lot to unpack, isn't it? Yeah, anyway, yeah. Now, now I think about it, I think it's probably one of my favorite albums they've done. Um, and but what it, all it takes is again for metalcore for metalcore band because metalcore is like the reason why it's so popular is because it's a genre you can just like get into right you can just hear a song and go cool here's so, the, here's a cool riff yeah. here's the breakdown here's the chorus orgasm's red you have to like give it some time yeah. you have to actually break it down I think for me coming from like my biggest um, like my favorite metalcore groups one hundred percent kill switch as they dying like <clears throat> back you know back in the day amazing. Yeah. Um, and everyone would come in and be like, oh, you like that? You'll love these guys. They yeah. sound nothing like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Well, then. yeah, that's always going to be quite jarring for <clears> you. Yeah. Then, yeah. They, they, they don't thing. even have any clean vocals or choruses. Like, it's very rare that songs actually have, like, choruses. Yeah, which is why I think if they were sold to me, more in line with kind of, I don't, I don't even know where you'd put it. If you did say, like, it's like death metal meets Between the Barrier and Me mm. or something like that. Yeah. I think my brain would have kind of got on board with it and not gone to it at those times when I wanted a band that just had a kick-ass groove yeah. and riff. No, that makes know? sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because <clears throat> I think, like, even some of like, my favourite songs by them, like, um, I went to see them live a few years ago and they played Internal Canon, which is a brilliant song, but it also has, like, a big flamenco breakdown in it on top of all of the other guitar so, fiddly stuff they're doing. Some of and those... And the, um, the like, do you guys like dancing? I really like dancing. Yeah. This song's got flamenco in it, so I'm going to dance to this song. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I really like that they do a lot of stuff like that. They do a hoedown in uh, Majoring and Minors. Yeah. Stuff like that. I really like that. Sometimes I feel that it's a... Mm, those kind of bits. I can. F- I think they that play them really pati- well. Yeah, that album, because that's found in Far Away Pace. That's uh, it. That's, that's, yeah. that, that album has a gimmick to it, and it's that like a, probably about a third of the songs have just a random... Yeah, breakdown it feels them. like someone's listened to Colours. Yeah. And then like, oh, we should just put something in. Yeah, try and throw a bit of mm-hmm. that into it. Yeah. Em- emulate yeah, it. Yeah, it's the same with um, Identity off that album, which has the surf rock breakdown as well. That's yes. great, though. That's which so I good. love. I yeah, love yeah, it, it works yeah. really well. So, yeah. I yeah, I've tried listening to them a whole bunch of times. Yeah. 
just think, and I think like it's, what more it's can you do reason. though I mean yeah <clears throat> like imagine Back in Black comes Stephen Light with someone yeah. shredding like drums over it it would be, thing is it'd though, be horrible the, it's completely different yeah completely because different. in that instance yeah because with Back in Black um, even the you know you're not listening to techie it's, riffs right? yeah like exactly that. you know um, every part of that album complements each other to me, I think the drums do complement it because they're matching the Agreed. technicality of the guitars and the bass and stuff like that and yep. the lead work. Mm. So I think it all comes together. But it is definitely <clears throat> one of those bands where it's like, everyone is really good at what they do. Yes. And they'll let you know. Because um, Trumpman is probably one of my, we're talking about his like, favourite yeah. screamers in metal. And, like, he's, he's, he's amazing. For, for me, he is up there. Um, but also like that they do, they just put out like a Christmas song every year and stuff like that as yep. well. Yeah, that's their Christmas stuff is absolutely yeah. brilliant. But all of, all of this stuff is things that I should love. Mm. Yeah. But I always use um, the but example But if it's not of, for you, then... So I use the example of The Rev mm. from Avenge. Like if you take City of Evil or more, even more so the self-titled, mm. he can absolutely shred or could absolutely shred but knew when to hold back and just let the riff and the groove and the feel yeah. do the talking. So that kind of thing gels with me. And then separating the seas came on. <laughs> <laughs> that was when August Burns Red clicked. Yay. Oh, nice. Whoa. That's yep. really exciting. Yep. I didn't know where you were going. With and then all. everything completely changed. Huh? Completely okay. changed. Because from there on in. You know how to tell a story. So wait, um, <laughs> Was it in a particular album or a particular song? Or it was, was it just a um, moment. Was it Finding Far Away Places? Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as it got to separate in the seas, I was like, there's a beat. Yeah. I was like, there's a drum beat. And it's not just on a breakdown. God. Yeah. They're actually playing riffs with a just beat kicking underneath. Mm. I felt something. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Then Ghosts. That's got a big chorus as well. Ama- exactly. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And Jeremy I, from um, Data Remember. Data Remember, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't like that band, Who is, but I think he brings a lot to He's an that amazing song. singer in yeah. the studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was nice because it broke everything up that I'd heard before. Yeah. It, you had a bit of kind of clean vocals and that. Majoring and Minors, amazing. The guitar composition yeah. there yes. is. Mm. Oh, so happy clever. to hear you talk like this. <laughs> it's great. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the insert Dan Nicholson gif yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, everlasting ending as well I wrote some notes just right up my street <laughs> did all of the things I wanted it to do ticked uh, every box and the shouted bit sounded like the dude from Unearth there's a bit where yes. he's not quite screaming he's just shouting and he sounds yeah. Um, so yeah there you go so, so, so I'm glad it's good. Like, do you, is it just that album in particular or do you think maybe it's you've gone back and forth okay you've recontextualised a lot of the other stuff you've heard well, now, um, now it'll be um, it'll be interesting to to go back. Now I know what they are, yeah. and I know where I stand with it, and I know which bits of it. Because I would, yeah. I would say definitely give um, I would definitely say give Phantom Anthem a listen after that. Cool, um, because great it's, album cover. Because, okay. Yeah, because it's uh, it's fair. You know, their current status, where they're at as songwriters. Yeah. Um, you probably won't necessarily find what you liked about Faraway Places, maybe the okay. other albums. Even though I think um, Constellations is like a must-listen to record, which I've probably listened to. That's the one I've like, probably told you the most. Like I think when a, I heard a it a dozen I was, times, I think I heard it. I was like, Lewis, I love this. Yeah. Um, and I've then spent you know five years of my life, four or five years of my life trying to get you to force feeding to it. him. Probably more than that. Actually. Yeah. yeah, eat your vegetables. Um, but um, yeah, I would say definitely give um, give Phantom Anthem a go. The song on there is called Coordinates, which is one of the more melodic songs on there. 
go and it t- takes a minute just to like get a little bit slower and okay. like the guitar the solo is absolutely beautiful um, yeah all the playing i've heard yeah great. amazing just can't wait to see him do all guitar um, stuff live yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm most excited about um I, yeah, I'm absolutely super hyped. It's going to be a nice little Christmas thing. Also, because it's going to Christmas mood, I'll play some Christmas songs I really as well. hope they do. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Because the gig is like maybe December 18th or Can't something like that. Can't stress enough how good that Christmas stuff is. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. awesome. Maybe well, that's my next place to go. Yeah, the Christmas albums. Probably uh, is, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, yeah you, it's called um, The Sledden Hill. <laughs> Excellent. And it is bloody brilliant. Um, their cover of Frosty the Snowman is great. Um, great okay yeah. cool it, it's well worth it's well worth a listen well there you go well now I've got uh, I've got a bunch of whole new stuff that I've never been able to really get into before which is really exciting to that's like with me and um, Between the Buried and Me yeah we're, we're yeah, covering yeah, yeah, very I soon kept, yeah because yeah, everyone kept yeah. telling me to listen to Colours and it just wasn't clicking yep and then I listened to you can't explain it either can you nope. Great Mr. Act uh, Great Mr. Act and that just absolutely secretly their best album it, well I don't think there's any secret to me but yeah. uh, <laughs> everything fell into place then I just think they're Brilliant now. So yeah, yeah, it's really cool when... I'm really excited to talk about them. There are I'm some bands so, about off of. So yeah. excited. Forever. Yeah. But there's other bands where when it does click, you're like, yes. Yeah. I get it. I'm yeah. part it of the club. Like you've earned it. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. it now. I'm part yeah. of a secret, you know, Mason handshake or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm a stonecutter. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The gift that keeps giving. We're having roots. Guys, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, this one went off a weird direction, but I know we talked about a lot of new bands, including a hot new artist called Roderick Stewart. Yeah. Um, Look out for him. Yeah. But, Do um, you sexy. Yeah. Um, but a bit of a change of pace but I'm glad you guys I hope you guys enjoyed it um, if you... no I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're welcome you, you motherfuckers um, <laughs> I enjoyed it yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you liked what you heard I mean we say it every time but um, Instagram Twitter message on Facebook in, uh, email us slowlywerock yeah gmail. drop us an email drop us an email yeah, yeah. review us on iTunes right now we're only getting emails from do. Papa John's yeah yeah give us a review on <laughs> iTunes like just let us know that you're, you're enjoying what we're doing that you're engaged um, if there's anything you want us to talk about any bands let us know loads of people random tangent we've only got a couple minutes left loads of people have been talking about Pearl Jam people genuinely want to hear us talk about Pearl Jam are we happy I've to? heard I've been told by at least I mean keep in mind how many people we get listening but at least five separate people have told me please talk about Pearl Jam. Okay. So I think we may have to put that up. On yeah, well, we never talked about me seeing them live. We yeah. never mentioned it once on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I'd be more than happy to yeah. uh, bore everyone with Pearl Jam yeah, stuff. absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I can thank- think of someone that may be keen uh, to do mm. that. Yeah. We'll get someone in. <laughs> yeah. We're going to put it on the recording schedule. It's going to be called uh, 10. But actually, we're talking about Beautiful South's Perfect 10. Yeah. It could be our 10th episode. I don't think it is. We're getting there. No, we've no, we've already over. Oh, it. we actually have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're just naming uh, number ten to confuse everyone. Oh, yeah. Cool. We're guessing we have to do it on the twentieth anniversary of ten. Then, so yeah, oh, it's God. already been and gone. So yeah, thirtieth <laughs> maybe. We're getting closer to the thirtieth anniversary. But if you guys like, we heard like get in touch. Just let us know. Let Thank us know you what you so like. So much for listening. We guess we'll see you next time. Hopefully. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. And by see you, we mean you'll maybe hear us. Give us feedback yeah. about the Rod Stewart picture as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Do you do your sexy? Do you do your sexy? Do you do your sexy? Sexy man, yeah. Do you do your sexy? Do you do your sexy? Do you do your sexy? Yeah. Mrs. Evans, something.